Welcome to the Retireable Podcast. I'm Mike Wallace. My name is John Sauger. And we're going to talk a little bit uh, about different things today in the holistic planning world and as far as financial is concerned. And really when we're looking at um, the holistic planning aspect, uh, one of the things we're looking at is if, you know, if you're still working, we're looking for this, um, aspiring for this work optional lifestyle. Um, and for those that are retired, it's looking at, you can s- sleep well at night um, and knowing that you're never going to run out of money. And especially we're going to reach different topics. Um, today we're going to talk a little bit about tax management. There's been a lot of volatility in the marketplace. So we want to make sure that we're, you know, looking at things through many different lenses when it comes down to that. So, yeah, Mike, and we'll get into that in a second. But, um, you know, as we kind of start talking about this, it's it's you mentioned about the the volatility and the changes and different things that are going on. It's, it's kind of the same thing like in our lives too. I mean, we've, we've both been doing a lot of traveling. We both had a, you know, kids going in different directions and all kinds of different stuff. I know you've had some stuff going in your family. How's your son doing? Is he doing better now after surgery? Yeah. Thank you for asking. Yeah. So, uh, my, my son is a competitive gymnast and he, uh, wrecked his ankle. Um, so we had to actually postpone our recording. You guys don't know that, but that's what, that's what we're talking here today. And actually, um, John uh, just got back from Madagascar. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your trip with Madagascar? So so that that's a really interesting story. Uh, we say Madagascar, and a lot of people say, "Gosh, where even is that?" They they remember the movie. You know, they don't picture the island off the coast of Africa. But um, I actually was in Madagascar for a wedding of all things. Okay. Uh, um, I don't necessarily need to go into that story, but a family friend got married here in the United States and they're originally Malagasy or from Madagascar. And so they wanted to celebrate there. So we, we when are you ever going to get a chance to go there? And um, we spent uh, uh, 10 days on or in the Indian Ocean. Um, oh my gosh. I got to swim with dolphins and whale sharks and manta rays and sea turtles. And it was, it was uh, see some lemurs and it was, all, it was fantastic. It was, it was excellent. So Really did, uh, had a great trip. Well, why don't you give me, what, what is one of your biggest highlights then when you were there? So um, the, 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 one of the really, the really neat things is, is every morning, so we were right on the Indian Ocean, the place we stayed, the resort we stayed at was right there on the Indian Ocean. And, and, and uh, you'd wake up throughout the day um, at any given time, you could look out, there was a, we were on the island of Nosy B. There was an island across from us called Nosy Sakatiam. You don't necessarily need to know that, but (laughs) looking between the two islands, almost every day we would see whales swimming and you'd see the fin come and you'd see the whales and, and the, the spout of the water and everything. What what kind of whales were they? They were humpback whales. Yeah. So you could literally just sit there and watch humpback whales swimming between the two islands. And it was, I mean, you would, you would get, uh, uh, you know, boats that would go out and they would whale watch and whatnot. But even sitting on the, on, on the seat, you know, on the, just on a, a recliner, sit, getting some sun and reading a book, you could look up and see whales. It was okay. just that natural. It was really, really interesting. Did you get do any snorkeling at all? We did. There? Okay. And what did, did you see there? Uh, snorkel with sea turtles for quite a long time. Um, we did, so uh, cool. <laughs> we did, like I said, we did some manta rays. We did, we, we saw about 15, uh, you know, pot of, or, or a school of 15 manta rays. I don't know what the term is. We saw dolphins, uh, a whale, you know, I swam with a couple of whale sharks, which is the biggest fish in the ocean. It was a little, uh, that was interesting. It was very, very cool. Um, so yeah, we got to do all that stuff. It was really an excellent trip. A long trip though, eh? Mike knows this. I will share <laughs> this, uh, with the pod. Um, 30, tr- 30 hour travel day going out and a 36 hour travel day coming back. So it was, uh, 
a bit a bit exhausting, but well worth it. It was that's, very cool. That's crazy. So John and I have something in common because he was in Madagascar, and and my son graduated in 2020. My other son, not the one that broke his ankle, and his lifelong dream was to go on an African safari, and so he didn't want a um, graduation party. So, uh, so we decided to do an African safari. Well, it was supposed to be in May of 2020. Um, well, two years later, uh, we actually went in May of 2022. And so John and I has kind of talked about some of this stuff as well. Now, we did more of a land safari. Uh, but I, I tell you, everything you see on TV, you know, we went into the this camp in the middle of nowhere and just driving around seeing just anything, you know, lions and elephants. And um, we did a river cruise as well and saw the hippos and elephants real, real close. Um, you know, the, the, the elephants, the, were swimming across the channel and literally there is over their head. So all you could see was their trunks, you know, through there. So there was lots of, That's lots really of cool. cool things. And I tell you, obviously John and I were, we both, and very blessed and very fortunate, but that's a uh, um, one of the opportunities that we got to do, uh, which was obviously we're we're very pleased about as well. And and part of the reason we're able to do that is because of course we've been um, advising ourselves for a long time, Absolutely. and so Absolutely. you know, and and using some of that um, the the tax management and using some of the different uh, tools that are out there over our lifetime. Um, we were able to, to make some good decisions over a long period of time that has helped us being able to do the things that we want to do. But more importantly, uh, we see that with a lot of our clients too, and they get to do even some more fun stuff than we get to do, right? Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and I, I think it's really, really important that that, that we pay attention to this. And, and, and we would say this to anybody listening, is make sure you turn internal first. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but take care of yourself first, take care of your house, take care of what you do. And, and that is something that I, I specifically learned from Mike and from some of the other people at our office that, that, that were there before me. And it was, it was great mentorship to learn, oh, hey, um, you know, the running story is a, a, a mechanic's car doesn't work or an electrician has lights out at their house. Or, you know, you hear those fun, those stories because they're so busy, they don't get a chance to take care of their own stuff. And, and, and we've really focused on that. And that's given us uh, this, this excitement about this subject because we've experienced it ourselves. Right, we know how important it is to have uh, your your estate plan taken care of, or or your financial house in order, or your your all the different things we've talked about from the holistic side. We've experienced it, so we know what kind of life it allows us to live, and, and we want to share that with others. So I think that's a really important point, Mike. Well, and and with the retireable name of the podcast, what we're looking for is people at or near retirement, um, but. Oftentimes, that's what we do is we help people retire and then obviously still manage their throughout their, their entire lifetime and using the tools that are out there. Um, but more importantly, laws have changed so dramatically um, that we need to make sure that we're we're keeping on top of that stuff. Sure. And, it, and it's an sure. ongoing process when it comes down to it. And I, I love the stories of and I'm sure you have many of them as well of the clients that we see. Um, and the, you know, they, they then eventually do retire and they're doing the things that we're talking about right now as right. well, Absolutely. you know? And so, Absolutely. or even when they're still working because they have the resources because they've worked with a, a yeah. professional to I, be able to do a lot of that themselves. And I think we'll get into that later in our holistic happening section, but I, I literally had a family that I was out of town over the last couple of days. I was at a convention and a family I saw yesterday 
her her children live where right where I was, and she was, oh, did you go to this restaurant? Oh, remember you should have gone here. You know, so it was really neat. You just see that type of interaction. Yeah, people. no, that's that's yeah, real cool. Absolutely. But also in talking a lot about that too, how many conversations have you had with some of those clients that have traveled throughout the world? Like, okay, I want to go there. You you know, it's that yes. bucket list, or you yes. put it in your head. You know, like wow. And there's so many different experiences um, that are out there, and, going and obviously that, we could talk a lot yeah, about absolutely. that today absolutely. as well. Absolutely. So, um, so let's, let's talk then a little bit more about, um, you know, how do we get there? Right. And so one of the person, one of the things that we're going to talk about today is tax management. So we're going to bring on, um, Mark Verostick. He's a senior executive vice president with financial services of America. He's actually been there since 1993. So next year, 30 years, Mark from Western Michigan, huh? Uh, he's also a licensed fiduciary. Um, and he's one, a, a good friend of uh, both John and I welcome Mark. Hey, gentlemen, thank you for having me on today. I appreciate the time. No problem. So, Mark, as we, you know, we heard, and obviously you work with lots of different families um, throughout your many years in this industry, uh, primarily in Michigan, but all throughout the country, uh, with a focus uh, in holistic financial planning. Um, can you tell us why you uh, work more with a holistic planning firm? Well, and, and I was listening a little bit what you guys talk about and that, you know, helping families negotiate through the retirement. It's not just about their, their finances and their assets and their investments. It's making sure everything works together in harmony. So there's no gaps in their planning. And, you know, the, the main areas would be in the investment world, but also in making sure their estate is organized. So if something does happen to the family, that the affairs are in order and we can step in and, and help them in a time of need. But also one of the main areas in our focus today is really on taxes and tax planning. Uh, the clients that we're attracting, we're working with, they've accumulated a lot of wealth. They've done a phenomenal job of building up a nest egg, but one of the main obstacles or threats to their retirement in the future is going to be in the taxes that they're going to pay. So if we can help them manage through the holistic planning, the, the finances, and make sure there's no gaps and help them reduce their future taxes, but also be able to enjoy the wealth that they've had for a number of years, that's giving them really the peace of mind. And one of the things that we mentioned with the firm, and I know you you guys do with working with you, it, it's an ongoing process. It's, it's not where we're going to put something into place and they are going to be, okay, here's your plan and I'll see you in 10 years. It's, it's every six months we're going to sit down and review things because tax laws change. People retire, unfortunately there's death. So it is an ongoing process. So that's where we're able to walk them through and how do we help them negotiate the unnecessary burden of paying taxes. Nobody wants to pay their unfair share. How do we reduce their future taxes so, um, throughout, throughout their lifetime? So, so Mark, in that, um, if we get started in, 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 in this subject and, and you did a great job of kind of explaining and, 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 and the emotional side of it, realistically, nobody wants to, nobody wants to give that money away if they don't need to, nobody wants to feel that way. What, like in, 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 I don't know, a sentence or two, we, we, you use the term tax management, either, either Mike, you or Mark, one of you guys said it, it tax planning. What, what is it? What, like, what does that mean to you? Like when you say that to a client, what, what are we trying to do with tax planning? What, what, what does that it? entail? Well, and that, that's a great question, John. It, it, it depends on the client's personal situation. It could be tax loss harvesting. Maybe they've had some losses inside their portfolio and we want to maybe sell some stocks, take that loss because the market has been down and use that maybe against the future gains. Okay. Maybe it's work, Maybe it could be working with a client to uh, slowly convert some of their monies from traditional accounts where 
everybody's accumulated in 401ks and IRAs. They have this huge bucket of money that's never been taxed, but we want to start maybe doing some Roth conversion, moving that money okay. now while the tax rates are lower and getting the money, the taxes paid today at lower tax rates. So in the, in the future, when tax rates do go up, they're not going to be They've already with paid the taxes, burden. sure. They've already paid it. I'd rather pay it now at a lower tax rate than push the burden down the road. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. why, why is it a lower tax rate right now, Mark? Well, it, that's where I may, some people may not know. Most of the people would agree that tax rates are going to go up in the future. The current tax code does sunset in 2025. Now, we don't know where the tax rates are going to be, but we do know that we're at the historical lowest tax rates that most people are ever going to be at. So if I can pay the taxes now at low rates, I'd rather get them out of the way now and then let the money grow uh, potentially tax-free for their retirement. So, so I mean, I, I, what I heard from you, I, I mean, again, we're, we're financial people. We go back to numbers. So I, I just look at it and say, okay, if I have $100 and I pay it 12% tax, I keep 88 bucks, right? But if the taxes Correct. go up in the future to 24%, let's just say, then I only keep 76. So I got to pay the taxes either way. Well, I yes, like John, what you're you saying. Yeah, pay the taxes, but yeah. it's not just a hundred dollars. If you pay tax a hundred dollars today, it's say twelve bucks. Let's say we do a decent job and that money grows. It's not just a hundred dollars. Let's say it doubles and it's now two hundred dollars. Well, it's two hundred dollars, and let's say we're at a twenty percent tax rate. Now we're paying a lot more in taxes, or two hundred and forty bucks. So there, there's the difference there. It's not just yeah, the tax rate; it's the growth on the money as to what the future taxes would be. But not only for yourself, your spouse and or your kids. So that's where when we do the planning, showing people it's the present value money. I'd rather get the tax on the way on less dollars and then have tax free growth. I mean, who out there wouldn't want to have tax free retirement income? Yeah. Right. I mean, a lot of times too, people don't realize, of course, you know, with, with us being in this business and the the, the power of the, the numbers themselves and understanding that, you know, so a lot of people think, okay, well, I'm in a 12% tax bracket. I jumped to a 22% tax bracket. That's only a 10% difference. But the reality of it is, even though it's maybe 10% more in taxes, it actually is an 85% increase because you're now talking 10% of 12%. So it's almost doubling your taxes. So when you say, you know, a 10% increase, people don't think about it. It's not that big a deal. But if I, but if you had to say, okay, you know, you're, you're, you're actually doubling your taxes or nearly doubling your taxes, people would start to freak out a little bit about that. So people really don't understand um, a lot of that math, do they, Mark? No, and they really don't. And I, I think where, where we're at today, you Mike, you mentioned how long I've been there. You know, back in the day when we did planning, it was a it was a pen and a piece of paper, and we had our calculator out. Now we use a lot more advanced, sophisticated technology to actually show them the planning. So we can actually do some advanced tax planning software and show them the numbers, and just flat out show them by doing this. This is the advantage that you and your family are going to have. So yes, we're going to have a little bit of pain today by paying the taxes now. But here's the future benefit behind doing it. So by showing them those numbers, Mike, it really has a big impact. Everybody loves the concept. Mm -hmm. But when you show them the real impact for themselves and their family, it's like this is the benefit behind doing it. And when I show people that, you pro guys probably get the same response. Man, I wish I, I would have known this 10 years ago. I sure. wish I would have met you sure. 15 years ago. I wish I could have done this. Plan. I get it, but we can still – there's no bad time. Well, maybe I'm too old to do this. Absolutely not. Anybody at any age, 50, 55, 75, 80, anybody can do ongoing tax planning to put themselves in a better position. So, so let, let, let's, one little thing I think we, we've, it's a big thing, but I think it's something that, that we assume 
people know in this subject matter. But the law changed on this. You said anybody at any age can do that. Um, the, 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 the law change really impacts that, that statement, right? Because in the old days, it used to be, hey, if I, if I had money left over in retirement accounts and I passed away, it could go to my kids and they could stretch out or push out the tax burden. But that law changed recently, right, Mark? That, that's that's yes. a big and, issue. And, yeah. And in the past, you know, that we had where was the old term was a stretch IRA where the beneficiary is up to 20, 30, 40 years to spread the taxes out. The current tax code, and I'm going to stress that again, folks, the current tax code, because it is changing or is rumored it will change again, is that the beneficiaries have uh, up to 10 years to take the distributions out. So we can tell you what, how the impact is for yourself and then for the family, but what's it going to be in 2025, 2030, 2032? Again, legislation changes all this kind of stuff. That's why it is an ongoing process. Most people are going to leave some type of legacy behind a spouse or kids. What we don't want to do is put the kids in a position where they're paying unnecessary taxes. So when we work with clients, helping them lower their tax bill to make sure they understand hey, the kids need to get involved at some point, let them know that there could be a tax burden if we don't take proper distributions when they inherit money from mom and dad. Okay. So, you know, obviously throughout their working lifestyle, their retirement, and obviously passing it on to the next generation, but is there a um, like best time to do tax planning? Is there certain ages that are, that it's a, a good tax planning that's, that's going to be better than others, or is it just, you know, completely random? Well, I, the, the sooner, the better, the sooner you start doing it, the better. Obviously if you started doing tax planning at 55, it's going to give you more time to, to benefit from that. But even if you're 65, 70, 75, you can still do tax planning and not only lowering your tax bill, and I'm not just saying this to make the kids wealthy, but not only lowering your tax bill, what kind of position that the spouse might be in. One of the things that we teach is when we have a married couple because they're filing jointly with their standard deductions over 65, you know, their tax burden may not be as bad, but when one of those spouses passes away, really good typically in the scenario, it's a husband, what kind of tax burden is it going to leave to his wife? Because now she's a single tax filer. So you go to a widow, sorry, you just lost your husband last year, and that's horrible, but now you're not in a 12% tax bracket. You have the same income, Mrs. Yeah. Widow, but you're yeah. now at a 22% bracket. So now you Absolutely. want other thousands of dollars more in taxes. So I'd rather have the husband and wife sit down and do that planning, whether it be at 65. And, you know, we're getting towards the end of the year. This is, you know, this is a good time to be doing that planning. And I, I did mention a little bit about Roth conversion. You know, you know, we all understand the stock market's down and those things are going to happen. But when you can convert money from an IRA to a Roth and pay the taxes, but I'm also buying into the market Adelope. or into my investments yeah. when things are on sale. So yeah. I, I can get that recovery in the market at a discounted price. So I'd rather be doing it now, Mike, while I, I like to buy stuff on sale. I know with both of you guys and me and good friends, we don't want to pay for full price training. So why would I not want to buy a stock? when I can do it at say a 15 or 20% discount. And then I can get recovery in my Roth and have that all as tax free growth. Well, and, and Mark, I think one of the things that, that I, cause I know we've had this conversation many different times, right? We've, we, we've, we internally have talked about these things constantly. I, I think one of the really key points that people don't, don't notice. And I heard you say it a couple different times. I just want to kind of highlight you, when you're talking with a spouse, 
or, or you're talking with a person whose spouse has passed away, you use the term widower, but the IRS doesn't use the term widower, right? They, they use a different term. And I think that's something we need to keep, we need people to, to, to understand that. I, I think that's a huge point. So you use widower, but the IRS calls them single, right? I mean, that's right. so. Absolutely. And that's, yeah, you're going from a, a married filing jointly to a single. So it, it there's two things that, that affect you. One is your, your, your standard deductions, change dramatically, get cut in half, but also the tax brackets themselves for your income go down dramatically for a single filer versus married. So it, John, it's a, it's a double whammy well, that's, that hits this surviving spouse. And, and the goal, and it, the goal of planning, sorry, I mean to cut you off there, but, but, I, but the goal of planning for most people is, is to protect for that. Right. So, so the spouse doesn't lose income. Right. Isn't that so? Well, so yes. they, and they're, they're going to lose a couple sources of income. You know, for example, if they're fortunate enough to get a pension, most pensions are going to have a reduced income could be 50 or 75 percent for the surviving spouse. So we lost some income there. We potentially lose one of the Social Security benefits. So we lost income there. So I've lost income, yet I'm paying more in taxes. So that's realistically, that surviving spouse, what is she really putting in her pocket? And that's the number one goal that we, we try to work with our clients. It, it's not what you make. It's what you keep. Yep. I don't really Great care point. what the number is on paper. What I care about is the check that goes in your pocket after taxes. Well, what it, are you getting in your pocket that you get to benefit from? No, exactly. And, and I mean, that's, that's a real good point. We were talking about um, earlier, you know, about when is a good time to do tax planning. And right now, some of the subjects we're talking about is more like in retirement and so when you're working oftentimes in your highest earning years, um, oftentimes you don't have a lot of those um, strategies or not as many strategies, I guess, that, that can be later on down the road. Um, but, you know, you have to pay high taxes because you're in a high tax bracket. But when you're retired and on a fixed income, I mean, every penny counts. You guys talked about, you know, you know, $100 or $200. But think about that every month. Now that is thousands, if not tens of thousands of dollars that could be um, advantageous for an individual by just making some simple changes, because that's, that's, that's a bill, you know, you, you save an extra 100 or $200 a month, you know, maybe now when you're working, it's not that big a deal. But when you're retired, and now you can spoil your grandkids or, or go out uh, to lunch and not have to fe- worry, worry about it. I think a lot of that becomes really important. And especially like you said, Mark, um, a lot of people don't consider the, the survivor. Well, and, and I, I think one of the key things on this is, is when we bring different guests on in this podcast, Michael, when, we, when we're talking with different people, we're trying to educate and say, hey, this is a subject matter that we need to learn more about. Mark, Mark using you as this, as this example, you're not a CPA, you don't prepare taxes, but, but, but your situation, I think is, it's, is, is what we're trying to make people understand is you can plan for taxes and how important it is. Is that, is that, I mean, it seems like that's as important or more important than some of that, that, than any other subject matter that we had, you know, I, I is that a fair well, statement, and, Mark? Yeah. And I'd say that, yeah, the people, again, that we're, we're working with that again, have accumulated wealth. They've done their job, John, you know, you got to fund your 401k. You got to do all these savings. You know, they're, they're getting their contributions. They're getting their matches. They're putting their, you know, getting their money funded and they're jamming all this money in their 401ks and IRAs because a lot of uh, traditional pension plans are gone. So people realize, Hey, it's going to be social security, which isn't a lot. I got to take care of myself. So they're stocking this money away, not understanding that when I retire, what is the tax implications when I do that? You know, the old saying was, well, when you retire, you'll be in a lower tax bracket. So it doesn't matter. 
Well, if you've done a decent, a good job of saving, that's not true. You might be in the same or a higher tax bracket just because you saved money. That's great. But what is the, again, the coming back out, the distributions and the tax planning. I've worked with several families where I worked with a, a mom and dad. And I started talking to the kids. I educated a couple of the kids who are still working. And Mike mentioned this. The kids have the option of doing a Roth 403B plan as well as a traditional 403B. Well, the Roth is the tax-free. I educated them about the advantages behind doing that. And it was interesting because literally we were sitting at the kitchen table. They opened up their retirement account right on the spot, logged in and changed their contributions or some of it to the Roth plan because they understood the, the, the benefit. benefit of the tax-free yeah. and yep. letting that money grow. Like, oh my gosh, we wish... But they did not. And these are two very well-educated people in the healthcare system, but they, that was not their what they had heard about. They were not told about why is a Roth. Most people get a pamphlet from their 401k plan, and they got different pie charts, whatever, but they don't understand the taxes. And, and that's the additional benefit as the holistic, the fiduciary that we're bringing to the table. Most people don't get exposed to yeah, I think it's it's really important. I think what Mark said was about the education and information. I know, Mark, you do a lot of um, uh, in-person seminars and webinars on the uh, th through the computer as well, um, just on this subject for educating people as well. Uh, so, Mark, Mark, uh, you, we're going to wrap this up a little bit, but before we let you go, um, is there any one little bit of advice or any one little thing that you might see on a regular basis that you might give uh, some advice on? It, it it's it goes back to we we all do it's procrastination. Well, yeah, it sounds good. I'm either busy, I'm sick. You know, life happens. We understand that, but we have to take action on an ongoing basis to fix these kind of things. I know, like John's a big runner. I like to learn that you're not going to go work out for one day and see big results. It's the same thing in your yep. planning. We're going to do slow, steady process. So procrastination. You know, we talk with people about doing it. Yeah, it sounds good, but, you know, well, we're running into the last of 2022 to do some good tax planning. So if people did not do it for this year, they missed a huge opportunity of taking advantage of lower tax brackets. So it's taking action. One is getting education, learning about it, but then we have to implement the plan and say, what am I doing to do this? If you're serious about lowering your future tax bill, it's not about griping or complaining or, uh, you know, getting upset about it. What are you doing and taking action to fix your future tax situations? You know, talk to a fiduciary, talk to someone that has holistic planning. It's not just a CPA who does tax returns, but actually what am I doing to lower my future tax? Well, you got to take the action. That's an, that's an excellent point. And I know we, even with some of the other guests we talked about that we, that's almost a recurring theme. Uh, we were talking with, uh, uh, an attorney recently about, you know, the estate planning and, and procrastinating on that. But more importantly, one of the things you you talked about earlier, Mark, was just the fact that people, a lot of the people we deal with are good savers. They're just not good planners. And whether it's the, you know, the financial part of it or the tax part of it, it's making sure that it's planning properly or we have the proper management in all aspects of it. And that's really why we do the holistic planning in general. Um, Mark, thank Absolutely. you so much. I Absolutely. really, really appreciate job, it. It was Mark. great information. Yeah, thank you. Gentlemen, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. You all stay safe out there. Take care. Perfect. Perfect. Um, 
We're going to talk now about uh, our, our next segment is the holistic happenings. And, and really, we already just talked about the, the tax management, and that's a really important part of it. But when we look at the holistic, it's it's not looking just at tax management, just at the financial, just at the insurances, um, or, 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 or just at the estate planning as well. It's looking at everything and, of course, some of the other ancillary things that co- come along with it. Uh, but I, I think that the tax management part is is important. And there's a difference, though, between what we, they call tax recording and tax management. So, John, why don't you kind of give me um, an example or, or tell me the difference between what they consider tax recording and tax management. So, so actually, it's, a, it's, it's really just a historical component, right? If you, if you, if you feel you're filing taxes, you're tax recording, you're, 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 you're pay, paying taxes generally in the previous year. So, so here in 2022, we filed or recorded taxes for 2021. Um, whereas tax planning would be in the year you're doing it, right? And the comparison would be, um, I'm not going to plan for the dinner I'm having, you know, at Thanksgiving in 2021, because we've already done it. We can't go back to it. I'm planning for Thanksgiving for, for, you know, the, the, the meal and the turkey and the stuffing and all uh, the mac and cheese and the, you know, all the different things you're going to do for, 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 for this year, right? Because, um, that, that's just part of it. So, so, why we why we talk about this and and when we say holistic happenings is what we're trying to do is we're trying to bring in something we see every day right something we interact with and, and generally it's an off the cuff conversation and and what we mean by that is we don't plan and say oh we're looking for this conversation it's just something we experience and and so in the past week we had a family reach out to us and say we found a home um that we want to look at in you know, their, their, you know, Southern state, um, where they want to retire. And, and they reached out and they said, this is what we're looking at. We weren't prepared for this. What do we do? And, and we said, you are prepared for it. You're, you've been prepared for it for years. We've already been doing the tax planning. We've already been doing the adjusting of the finances. We've already been doing all the, we, we you know, we made sure that everything was taken care of on your current house. We made sure, you are a hundred percent prepared for this. Is this what you want to do? And as we walked through it, we helped negotiate the price and organization and everything. Well, yesterday it became real to them. They signed the agreements. Everything is set up. Everything is done. They actually have a closing date. And the wife said, you know, we were just kind of following up with her and the wife said, guys, I'm still antsy. And we took 15, 20 minutes and we walked through their plan. And at the end of it, she looked and she said, wait a minute, you guys have been planning this for years and we never told you about it. We said, yes, you did. Every, every review we've done, every conversation we've had, this has come up just in conversation that you were going to look to be at a place where it was warmer weather year round. And we knew at some point you were going to find it, but we had to make sure we've done all the other things. So last year when we pushed you a little bit and we said, Hey, you're not using this money. Let's take out up to the top of your tax bracket and move it to tax free. Now this year, you have more available money, more usable money to pay this house off. That's why we've been doing it the last few years. So really it was an interesting conversation that that brought up the tax planning. We've been doing tax planning with this family for years and it really benefited them now because now they had tax-free money to buy the house. Yeah. And, and just like Mark had said earlier, and you had mentioned as well, it's, it's an ongoing process. And so oftentimes, um, you know, just like in all of our lives, we don't know uh, what's going to be happening next year or next month? Or like you talked about Thanksgiving dinner, you know where we're going to be. Sometimes we we got the you know what where we're going to be at. But the issue is, 
um, when it comes down to those those planning processes over a period of time, um, then when those curveballs come, we have that in place. Or when we have a, a year like we have this year, right? Sure. That we now know that we have the proper planning approach. I know we talked a little bit um, previously with a guest about the bucket planning approach and, and it, having that money segmented so that when we do have those situations like you know a, a, the possibility of buying a, a house, um, we, we, we have the plan in place and it's not going to derail what we've uh, planned our entire lifetime. Absolutely. Absolutely. Which, I mean, we could talk on this subject. I know a lot of these subjects, I, I think you can probably tell we're very passionate about. Mm -hmm. This subject, I think, is a big one for us because um, spending money on taxes that you don't need to. We're not saying it inappropriately, we're not, but, but it just feels wasteful. Right. Mm -hmm. It's just the, 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 there's the things we've learned when we were kids that, you know, about this and, and, and you know, so, you know, rich people don't pay taxes, quote unquote. Right. Or, or, or certain families don't pay. Ta Everybody pays taxes. There's just not all money is taxed the same. And so we could go on to this for hours, but I think we probably need to wrap it, wrap it up. Yeah, on this I mean, one. not not only do, um, you know, you, you do do people pay taxes and the rich you say don't pay taxes, but a lot of our clients don't pay as much taxes because they hire yep, people like us to show them how not to pay taxes. Now I, I am all about paying your fair share, right? But none of us want to pay more than we have to. Mark talked about the discount before, right? You know, we want, if we can have a pay, pay taxes on a discount and it's legal, that's what we want to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, John, thanks again uh, today. Um, if you do want to get a hold of us, um, our website is fsa1.com. My name's Mike Wallace. My name is John Sauger. Have a great day. Thank you. Securities, products, and services made available through AE Financial Services, LLC, AEFS, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advisory products and services made available through FSA Advisors Incorporated, a registered investment advisor. AEFS and FSA Advisors Incorporated are not affiliated companies. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Financial Services of America. FSA Advisors Incorporated is also a financial services practice that offers products and services through AE Financial Services LLC AEFS, member FINRA and SIPC. AEFS does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Financial Services of America are not subject to investment advisor requirements. AEFS and FSA Advisors Incorporated are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. FSA Advisors Incorporated is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by FSA Advisors Incorporated.